All right. On a more progressive note, a Google News Initiative has announced the launch of the Digital Immersion Program for South Africa. And this is uh, apparently an interactive workshop for key decision makers designed to accelerate a publisher's journey towards a digital reader revenue. And joining me on the line is Dr. Uh, Alistair Mukwena, who's uh, the Google Country Director for South Africa. Good morning to you, Alistair. Good morning, Bridget, and good morning to your SAS and listeners on this Sunday morning. I mean, before we even go into this conversation, in my mind, I was thinking, what social media platform does Google <laughs> own where I need to be very fly, verified, blue-ticked, you know, whatever needs to happen? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if you want to catch up on any news about Google, you just follow Google in Africa, and there's just so much. And I mean, like so many, so many people actually reach out to us and say, there's so much useful stuff, um, and and just just you know keep giving us news about what's happening, of how we can improve our lives, how we can improve our businesses. Yeah. So this is one of those projects that we're really thrilled about, the Digital Immersion Program, which is really about helping news publishers mm. um, grow their readership, thrive online. Because as we know, um, you know millions of people have migrated online, yes. and, and you know thanks thanks to COVID and lockdown and all those things, people had no choice but to turn to the internet, which is why it's so important to ensure that every African has access to the internet. Yes. And a lot of people don't actually know that Google's got a lot of resources uh, and, and a lot of toolkits that are free and readily available to help you in so many arenas of your life, whether it's brand visibility, whether it's ensuring that your websites, for instance, are strong enough to do what they're supposed to do uh, for you out there in the market. Um, you guys have these toolkits and we just don't know about them. <laughs> we do. So, so I mean, if you're a small business or you're a small publisher, mm. what you need to do is use a free product called Google um, Business Profiles, mm. which is just about getting you onto the internet. So basically, within a matter of hours, we could help you set up a website. And then we've got Marketing Toolkit, which helps you turn you know, the positive reviews that readers and visitors leave on your website. We mm. turn those into advertising material for you for free, you know, social yeah. media feeds and banners and so on and posters. And then we also have, the, um, um, you know, like a, a, a way of connecting businesses locally to markets all over the world through a product called Market Finder, again, yeah. also free. So, but what we're specifically doing this week with, um, you know, Digital Emergent Program is that we, we are partnering with Financial Times and mm. we're bringing about 12 um, news publishers around the country together in Cape Town from Monday the 9th until Friday the 13th. Mm. And we've invited about 24 people. And these are middle to senior decision makers um, and news publishers. And the whole idea is to help them accelerate their digital reader revenue. Yeah. Um, so readers have migrated online, as we know. And, and it's important you know, for any democratic society to have thriving journalism. So yes. we feel it's really, really important for, you know, the likes of us to support journalism, to support, uh, you know, news publishers who are struggling mm. to really have sustainable businesses. So it's going to be a five-day interactive workshop mm. with amazing lineup of speakers, with experts, really helping publishers understand, you know, how do you, first of all, identify your audiences online? How yeah. do you identify your most important segment how do you define those segments and how do you use data to actually create a sort of personas and you can start to target them specifically mm. and um, also how to engage readers, you know? Yeah. Find, finding the most relevant 
stories um, and learning how to turn engaged readers into super fans. And then uh, we'll also look at monetizing readers. So basically helping publishers develop a monetization mm. strategy. So when readers come onto your webpage to read your news, how do you monetize through advertising? And we've got you know products like Ad Manager that help mm. you uh, make money out of ads when people visit your site. And then the last thing will be about um, you know developing a North Star or a strategy and a couple of next steps. Yeah. So the whole idea is to make it as as practical as possible, um, you know, to help um, you know news publishers with ideas they can switch on the next day to start making money out of the internet. Yeah, and and that's the thing, Alistair, is you know a lot of us have migrated online. A lot of publications have migrated online. People have been talking about you know we're going digital, digital, di- digital kill print but i think uh, at the same time it, it's sort of a a double-edged sword because a lot of people are just spraying and praying by way of what mm. they put up on their online portals hoping that it's going to grab you and somehow entice you um, and there's no real clear strategies you know you know i'm not in the world of publishing but when i see some of these things i'm just like i might <laughs> yeah people are taking a chance so the key word there is data, you know, mm. so when you've got access to data and of course. And we're not know, talking data here, airtime. We're talking data no, we're information. Yeah, we're talking, we're talking users data. And of course, you know, with, with our privacy laws, it's important as an advertiser to ensure that you get permission from the, from the user or the reader or the visitor to your website. Mm. Um, ask them to opt in, explain to them what value they will get if they give you access to the data. Now, once you've got data and you understand what people are into, what their search patterns are like, what their interests are like, mm. you're able to serve them relevant information. Now, the biggest enemy today, you'll agree, because all of us are time poor, right? The yes. biggest enemy today is irrelevant clutter. Mm-hmm. We are bombarded, a typical person is bombarded with about 9,500 advertising messages a day. Now, this was 5,000 five years ago. So wow. it's doubled in five years. Exactly. So users and readers are saying, give us relevant information, understand who I am and what my interests are so you can serve me helpful information. Mm-hmm. So part of the training is to help news publishers, you know, um, improve their data analytics skills, you know, mm-hmm. give them tools to actually understand what matters, what's relevant, and then to how do we, how do you ensure that those readers who are engaged in reading become super fans and advocates, and that's how you monetize the thing. And uh, yeah, so I think for me, you're absolutely right. There's a lot of guessing out there, whereas data actually allows you to be to be um, accurate when you're you mm. targeting um, you know users with content. And almost using, I mean, we live in an information age. We keep talking for IR as though it's something in the distance, but it's something we live in. Um, and yeah, innovation absolutely. is all around us. Um, and I know we are, you know, as South Africans in Africa, we are still a long ways away in terms of catching up with some of the things, you know, uh, with, yep. with leading economies. But we've got enough in our resources to be able to do, because I'm thinking to myself, I remember my last visit to New York in 2019, just before COVID. And I remember looking suddenly and saying to, 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 to my friends that, you know, you get a different appreciation for the meaning of smartphone when you're in a, in a first world country. <laughs> because suddenly everything from the social media feed that comes on your Twitter and your, your search engines, everything is literally picking up on that micro data. It's a bit scary. Micro data <laughs> and, and feeding you things that you, you directly were engaged in, talking about, searching for, looking out for. You know what I mean? It's very Absolutely. personalized. 
So, and, and you know, which is why consent and permission is so important. Because, mm. you know, once as a user you opt in, you need to understand what you're opting in for. And I think there's a lot of helpful and useful information that gets served to you. But the minute it becomes relevant and not interesting, you're actually able to opt out. So it's important for publishers to make it easy uh, for readers to, to kind of opt out. But back to your point about what's happening in Africa. So let me give you some quick stats, right? Mm. So there's about 1.3 billion Africans. Mm. Only 330 million Africans are on the internet. Now, that's a big oh, shame. Because wow. hmm. the rest of the world, you're looking at about 90, 95% internet penetration in yeah. Europe and the US. So where we are, as most African countries, we're sitting at about 60% internet penetration. Mm. And the hope across many governments on the continent is that by 2025, we should see this number get to about 90%. Mm. Now, what are we doing about it? We have to invest in infrastructure. And that's why... Um, in October 2021, our global CEO, Sundar Pichai, announced mm. that Google will be investing a billion U.S. dollars in the African continent over five years mm. to deliver, amongst other things, fast, reliable, affordable internet access. Mm. So we're laying down a subsea cable that brings cheap, fast internet from Portugal down the Atlantic coast um, oh, wow. of Africa. Mm. So it landed in Nigeria already. It landed in Togo. It's going to land in St. Helena. Namibia in June and July is coming to Cape Town. We're mm. really excited about what that will do, Bridget, is that it will reduce retail and wholesale internet prices by about 25%. Mm. Um, and this, this, this cable, it's a small fiber, you know, sort of fiber optic cable. It's got 20 times more capacity than the previous internet cable. Wow. So fast internet, affordable. And that's, gonna, that's one of the things that's actually going to help increase the number of people that are on the net. And Africa... Um, is ahead of the world in terms of cell phone penetration. We are mm. a mobile first continent, mm. you know, and, and they predict that by 2030, um, a third of the world's youth population will be living in Africa. So we're actually a youth, youthful yes. continent, and that's why the internet is so important, and that's why mobile is so important. Now, now if you ask, you know, if you're sitting with five friends and you ask them, who of you reads, the, um, you know, the news on the phone? Yes. Everybody will say yes. So that's why it's so important for us to, partner with publishers and ensure that they find consumers where they are, you mm. know, in the most convenient way, which is the palm of their hands. And that's yeah. why this course is just so exciting for us. But it's one of many other initiatives we're doing to support the news uh, you know, publishers out there. Exciting stuff that is coming through from uh, Google. It is uh, the voice of Alistair Mugwena, Country Director, uh, South Africa for Google. And, uh, you, you know, I, I think the other thing maybe, Alistair, that can be addressed in your conversations with uh, the various uh, publishers and publications that will be attending, uh, you, you know, your, your, your conference workshop week, is the, the way that we sold migrating to digital to, to audiences and to readers because I almost feel as though the messaging, you know, 17 years ago mm. was we're moving to digital, uh, digital killed print and people almost thought that what you were, in terms of like subscription fees and, and having that buy-in, people almost felt as though I'm paying for the hard thing. Remember that the conversation mm. we'd have about, I still love the smell of books. I still yes. love the feel of the paper in between my fingers. And you look at where newspapers uh, specifically are now, and, and the messaging should have been, you are paying for the human resource. You are paying Absolutely. for the journalistic skill, the story, not particularly the paper that it's printed on. Um, because now that's the struggle. People are like, oh, okay, so now what must I do? 
Absolutely. And, you, and you know, Bridget, you make such a brilliant point. One of the criteria, right, for people that can sign up for the digital immersion program is that you have to have a content website, not mm. just an e-edition of your newspaper, mm. which is the point you're making. If yeah. you're just replicating a newspaper online, you're not, you're not doing yourself a um, huge service. So you need to have content that's relevant to the user because they're going to the internet for so much more than just the paper. So the paper does have a role. I mean, I still buy the paper or papers every Sunday, Mm. but I also consume the news online every single day. So, so it's important that the website has much more than just a, you know, electronic version of the publication, but, um, but it's exciting times, you know, I think we would love to see Africans take advantage of this technology. We'd love to see technology help society lift up lives and livelihoods improve mm. government services, and really just empower the individual. And I think that's what news does in a democracy. Yeah. You know, news media supports a thriving society and educates a society in an active citizenry. And that's why it's so important to support journalism. Absolutely. Now, from your preliminary sort of contact and discussions with the various stakeholders, uh, you know, in, in the space of publishing, um, those involved in the, 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 the digital immersion program and those not, what have been some of the concerns that, that come through? What have been some of those challenges and hurdles that, you know, people are just struggling to, to, to get over in order to tick off all those uh, measurables we spoke about earlier. <laughs> so I think the the investment in digital technology is one. So the yes. cost of technology to be able to take advantage of the internet. Mm-hmm. The second one is skills, digital skills. So deep, um, you know, data analytical skills. That's very, very important if you're going to understand what consumers are looking for and what readers are into and to serve them with personalized um, content. So yes. so having the right skills, investing in technology. The third one, Bridget, is time. You'll understand in the industry you're in, there's mm. absolutely everything happens real, in real time. There's no yes. time to pause and look at your business model and your business processes. Mm. So what the digital immersion program does is it forces you to pause for five days, and we're only asking for about five-hour commitment per day. Mm. Uh, we're asking to pause for five days and work with partners and consultants who are going to in- help you introspect, look at your business, mm. and 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 really give it legs going forward. And there's a there's a very long lunch break every day for about four <laughs> and a half hours <laughs> to allow you to get back to business. Yeah. So there's a morning session, and then there's a four-hour break because you understand business continuity is key. And then you come back for the afternoon session. So and what the feedback we're getting from many delegates around the world is that it's incredible, it's insightful, it's helpful, mm. and it's good to have people you know, just for free, like just pour into your business and help you unleash potential. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome stuff. Alistair, thank you so much uh, for, for the very enlightening conversation. I must admit, uh, Google's got some of uh, the breast African brains uh, heading up its operations on the continent. Between uh, the likes of Dr. Alistair Mugwena, who's the country director, and the likes of Mzamo Masito, uh, there's always so much to learn from uh, the team of Google. And you realize just how really we all underutilize the services that it has. Um, and a lot of the services and a lot of the tools are readily available for us if you just ask them the right kind of questions. Uh, you know, they will help you maximize on your imprint and, and the way that you use and engage uh, Google. Uh, thanks once again for the conversation, Alistair. It is a Jet Set Breakfast with myself, Bridget Masinga, right here on uh, SAFM. The conversations continue as uh, we approach the final hour of the show, but also those conversations continuing on our WhatsApp line, which is a 061 410 
0614-104-107. And of course, on our SMS line, 41391. SMS is being charged at one rand 50.